So there's a few reasons why I want to talk about rebranding a podcast today. One is I've actually done this myself and I know firsthand what to do and what not to do. Like a, this is a lessons learned kind of episode. But I also just want to share with you that if you start a podcast and you realize that you created the wrong podcast, you can always change it. Like, I don't want you feeling like you've committed to something and like it's a blood brothers binding agreement kind of thing that you can never change anything about it ever for eternity kind of thing. (laughs) Because I think a lot of people think that when they get started with a podcast, like it's a very permanent thing and it's not. It's not whatsoever. You could change it at any time. I could change everything about this podcast tomorrow if I wanted to. I'm not going to. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. Everything is staying the same. But um, I just wanted to kind of give you that heads up that you can change anything you want to at any time. But I want to actually give you some steps and some guidance that I've learned through rebranding a podcast and just to share some wisdom because I've learned a lot in the last few months. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Have you been wanting to start a podcast? You've been thinking about it. It feels right. You just know This is the next thing that my business needs. Well, I encourage you to sign up for my five-day podcast bootcamp. This is a thing that you've been looking for. It is a five-day video series where I walk you through exactly how to start, launch, and market your podcast. And I throw in some more information about planning strategies and being consistent and how you can make the most out of your podcast from day one. So sign up for our five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp at crystalprofit.com slash podcast bootcamp. And do it already. You know that you've been wanting to, so just bite the bullet and join us. So as we're talking about all things podcasting, I wanted to take a quick second and tell you about my digital course, Profit Podcasting, because the doors are opening again on August 30th for just a short period of time. So if you're listening to this after the fact, don't worry, I'm going to give you a resource that you can go and join our waitlist. But if you're listening to this in real time, 
then I want to tell you that if you've listened to any of the episodes that we've put out or you've enjoyed any of the content that's out there on social media, you're going to love this digital course. I walk you through everything you need to know in order to start, launch, and market your podcast in 30 days. 30 days in one month. One month from now, you can have your own amazing podcast. So if you want to get notified as soon as the doors open on August 30th, go to crystalprofit.com slash podcast course and join the waitlist. If you're listening to this after this episode airs, don't worry. If you get on the waitlist, I always send out new notifications if we have any kind of important updates to send your way, but just get on the wait list. That way you're notified when the doors open again. But now I want to talk about rebranding a podcast after you launch. So I said in the beginning, I don't want you to feel that when you launch a podcast that it is like a legally binding contract. (laughs) Like it is a you know, like you are married to this idea of what your podcast represents forever because you can change it at any time. Like you you can change it. If you want to have a totally different logo, if you want to have a totally different theme or you want to have different music, like whatever, whatever you want to change about it, you can change it at any time. So I want to give you that permission Now, to be clear, I'm not saying you should be wishy-washy and change things all the time. I'm saying that if you launch your podcast and you realize 20 episodes in, you're like, oh my gosh, I hate what I'm talking about, or I don't like the guests that I'm interviewing, or I don't like my music, or, (laughs) you know, any number of things then you have permission to change it. If you feel like you you are a person who needs permission from somebody, I'm giving it to you now, okay? I'm giving you permission to change things up if you feel like you need to. So I want to give you, it's like a quick story time. And I want to tell you what it was like when I first started my podcast last year. So I, first of all, didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't. I I now, in hindsight, can tell you what I did wrong, what I did right. Um, my list of wrongdoings is way longer than what I did right. But I knew that I wanted to have a podcast, that I wanted it to be something that people wanted to listen to every week. And I knew that I wanted to utilize the friends and the family and the peers that I had already in my immediate network, like my circle of people, I really wanted to capitalize on how amazing they were and give them a place to promote their own products or their businesses, you know, whatever. I wanted them to have a free space to creatively talk about the things that they love to do. And this is still what I love about podcasting because, I mean, Y'all, if you start talking to someone who loves what they do, first of all, you can't get them to shut up about it. (laughs) You really can't. Like I love when I'm on a Zoom call and I start talking to someone about like they're just so passionate about what they do or what they're talking about and they just light up like that just it's almost like a drug to me. Like I love 
seeing the passion in someone else's eyes whenever they start talking about something that they love. So that's like a behind the scenes, you know, reason why I continue to podcast and why I love doing interviews is I just, I really love that about interviewing other people. But like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. So while I loved interviewing my friends and my family, I only planned up to, I think, 10 episodes. And then I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I don't think I'm doing this right every single week. I was like, I don't think I'm doing any of this right. So if you've had those feelings, like, don't worry, you are not alone. You're not special. You know, no, everyone goes through that. But um, I felt like I needed to change things up. Like, I feel like I started doing things one way and then it felt like it was too much work. So I was like, well, maybe I need to automate some of these things. So I was saying the exact same thing in every episode and then it kind of clicked one day I'm like why am I saying this when I could say it once record it and then I could have an audio file that I drop into each episode so that was kind of a you know aha moment for me and then I like the music wasn't working the way that I had like figured it out the first time like I had configured it and I wasn't really loving it and so I decided to change that I didn't have any calls to action or self-sponsored ad in my first few episodes and so I realized I needed to change things up and again these aren't like huge decisions like this was way before I ever decided to rebrand Um, to what is now the Profit Podcast. This was when it was still the rookie life. And um, I just learned so much in this process. And really, it all came down to giving myself permission to say, okay, I started this. This was a mistake. I don't love this. I'm going to try this new way, see how I like it, see how my audience responds. And if no one says anything, then I'm just going to keep going. Like, I I don't know what it is about. um, I guess it's just being a content creator. You have this idea in your mind that someone is just going to come like pounding on your door in the middle of the night and say, Crystal, what in the world did you change the font size from 12 to 14? I really have a bone to pick with you. It's nobody cares. Nobody cares about any of the stuff that we all stress out about. So I just want to give you that permission. You know, if you decide to do something a certain way for the first few episodes, then you're just like, I don't like this or it's too hard. There are certain things that were just like, I realized too time consuming. I was making it a lot harder than it needed to be. And so I changed things up. Um, I actually, I'm not going to go into all the ways that I've screwed up because I've kind of shared some of those with you on previous episodes, but I do have a resource. It's 10 things I wish I would have known before I launched. And that's in our resource library. I'll link to it in the show notes, but that, that one's just a really good read, um, to make you feel better about yourself. Like you're just like, oh, I'm in the launching stage. I feel like I'm doing everything wrong. Go read that. Go read that. And that'll just, and I only put 10 things in there. I could probably could have listed at least 50 things that I did wrong or I wish I would have known before I launched, but at least it's a good place to start. Like don't make the same mistakes that I've done because, oh man, I got some doozies, y'all. I've told y'all about my equipment not being plugged in. 
I called someone the wrong name. Oh my, like I just, yeah, just go check that out and read that before you launch your podcast. Or if you've already launched, don't make any of those mistakes if you're going to relaunch and rebrand your podcast. But I wanted to share with you today the five things you need to know in order to successfully rebrand a podcast. Now, these are the things that I've learned. So if you've been hanging out here for a while, my podcast used to be called The Rookie Life. Now it is called The Profit Podcast. And these changes, as I'm recording this, it is August. It's almost the end of August. And I officially rebranded in May of this year. So, and that was pretty much the beginning of May. I think it was May 7th is when I officially relaunched. So we're hitting right at the three-month mark. So it hasn't even been that long, but y'all, oh my gosh, I have seen so much growth in the last three months, and I've seen so much more of an engaged audience and people responding to the content that I'm creating. So I feel like I've I've done something right in regards to rebranding the podcast. So let's talk about the five things you need to know if you ever get in a situation where you feel like you need to rebrand. Okay, so number one is you don't have to go back and change everything immediately. Okay, so I will tell you right now, there are episodes as of this recording that they're still the rookie life. I mean, and we're not talking about like, oh, there's just one or two. We're talking about 30, maybe, let me see, 40, I think 47 episodes (laughs) that are still branded as the rookie life. Like if you go listen to number one, it is still going to say, this is the rookie life with your host, Crystal Prophet. Like, I haven't gone back and changed them. And I feel like I do eventually need to switch everything over. It needs to be good. It needs to go with the new branding, the new The Profit Podcast. And it will happen someday whenever I hire someone to help me do it. But y'all, ain't nobody got time for that right now. I'm not living in the past. I'm not. I'm not focused on the things I could have done better or, you know, making you know, past content way better than it was originally, I'm more concerned about creating relevant content for you right now. Like, why would I waste time fixing, quote unquote, fixing all of those old episodes when I could be recording this episode here with you right now? And I could be creating content about questions that you're asking me today, as opposed to what happened six months ago or a year ago. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that's to me, that feels like you're just living in the past. And I got to say, I haven't gotten a single note from anybody in the last three months since I've rebranded saying they absolutely quit listening to my podcast because the old episodes didn't match the new theme. I haven't gotten a single, single note. Maybe I will after this episode. I don't know, but I, like, no one's complained about it. And I see, because I can see the statistics, those episodes are still getting listened to. So, I mean, it, it may be, like, I feel like it's an internal thing, right? Because we want to have, we want to put forth our best effort. And don't get me wrong, I would love 
for everything, all of the branding to be spot on and to be perfect. However, I'm more concerned with creating more content for you. I'm more concerned with adding more value to you right now than I am telling you, hey, look how perfect I am because all 78 episodes of this podcast have the exact same tagline and the exact same theme and the exact same music and blah, 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 blah. Like, because you don't care about that. You're here for the content, right? You're here because I I tell you what it is, like, like it is, right? I just, I'm just going to give it to you straight. And so bottom line is, if you do plan on rebranding, let's say you started a podcast, you're not in love with it, you want to change it, don't worry. You can change it and you don't need to feel the pressure to go back and change everything. I actually have another great example of this is Rachel Hollis. If you know who she is or you've ever listened to her Rise podcast, I actually listened to it whenever it was the Dais podcast, D-A-I-S. That's what it was, I want to say since she first started it. And she's only been podcasting a little bit longer than I have, but I've watched her rebrand because I listened to her podcast before it was Rise. And I see a big difference and it's the same thing. She didn't actually go back and change all of her content until she hired a podcast coordinator or podcast manager, whatever his actual title is. So um, I just want you to know, no matter whether you're a huge podcast or you're a little bitty one, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about the stuff that's in the past. Just focus on the content that you're creating today and we'll figure that out later, right? Okay, so that's number one. Don't worry about everything that's in the past. Number two If you're going to relaunch, you need to have a relaunch date. So just like I encourage you whenever you actually are creating a podcast, you're making all this great content, you need to have a launch date. It's the same with a rebrand. You need to have an official date that everything is going to change. It's almost like a grand reopening. I'm sure you've seen those with stores, you know, it's like if they got remodeled or, you know, there was a fire or something and like they had to revamp everything and make it all better cosmetically, it's the exact same thing. You're just having a grand reopening of the new and improved podcast. So I want you to pick a specific date and start talking about it. So now this will vary based on, um, you know, what specific changes that you're making and how long you need to have to rebrand. But um, I recommend at least a month. And there's a reason behind that. And that is the same with launching your podcast. I think that you need to have to make it a big deal. I think it needs to be a big deal because then people see that you're taking it seriously. Like if you... Here's an example. If you had just started your podcast, let's say you were 20 episodes in, right? So you'd been doing it for a few months, but then you decide, man, I just, I don't love what I'm talking about, but I don't want to lose all of my downloads or I've kind of grown a small listener base and I want to, it's like what I'm going to futurely talk about. Did I just make up a word? What I'm going to talk about in the future aligns with the audience I have right now. So I want to keep them. I think that this will still apply, but 
I want you to think about how are you going to add value to those people in the future? Yes, you're creating content right now for a podcast, but how can you make a bigger deal about it in four weeks as opposed to tomorrow? Does that make sense? Did I totally just like talk myself in a big circle? Because what what I'm really trying to say is if you just say you're going to rebrand and you do it tomorrow, okay, well, that's cool. You're really just going to confuse a lot of people. They're going to be like, what, what, what just happened? Like she was the Rookie Life podcast, but now she's the Profit podcast? Like that didn't happen overnight. And I was very intentional about that. Because I wanted people to know, hey guys, like this is what's coming. This is either going to be for you or not for you kind of thing. Like it let the audience know changes are happening and you can either hang around for the party or you can say, you know what? Podcasting isn't really my thing. I don't think I'm going to hang around. And I lost, you know, a few listeners because I switched, but that was okay because I was more concerned with letting the audience know, hey, this is what's going on. This is when it's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. And it just felt like, you know, it just felt like the right thing to do. Just letting people know well in advance, hey, this is what's happening. And it let me just get better prepared with all of my, you know, my logo, my tagline, you know, my podcast theme and everything else that I wanted to have set up before I actually relaunched. So that's tip number two is have an official date that you're going to relaunch your podcast. Okay, number three of the five things you need to know in order to successfully rebrand is I think that you need new cover art that's totally different than what you previously had. So if you have been hanging out here for a while, you know I love Amy Porterfield. I love her online marketing made easy podcast. I will link to in the show notes. If you've never listened to it and you have an online business, you need to go binge listen to everything that she says because it's awesome. But she recently redid her cover art and it's so amazing because, and I don't, I don't know exactly when she took her original picture. I I mean, it didn't seem like it was an old picture. Like I've actually met her in person and it still looks like her. But I think that, you know, maybe she just wanted to go for something more fun and upbeat because that's what her new art looks like. It looks fun and looks like, oh man, she looks like she'd be easy to talk to. She looks like she'd be easy to listen to. Maybe that's what she was going for. Maybe it wasn't, but I mean, it's kind of what she did. She hit it out of the park and she didn't actually do a rebrand of her show. She just changed her cover art. Maybe she just wanted to update it. But I do think it's important because it really can impact your listeners. And I know, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a podcast by its cover art. But you know you do it, guys. Come on. Don't pretend like you don't do it. Okay? Because I've listened to some podcasts. I've seen it. I've, like, scrolled through. And I'm like... Man, you know, I feel like I should check this out because it's a big name person, but I just don't really like that picture. Is that terrible? Did I just totally tell on myself? But (laughs) it's true. It's totally true. I I know I've done that and people have probably done that with my logo. They're like, oh, I don't really know about this chick. She looks like she's angry screaming (laughs) into a podcast mic. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've gotten that comment before and I'm like, well, you know, I'm passionate about what I talk about, but I want to encourage you if you need to change your cover art, whenever you're doing a rebrand, make sure it's not just like, oh, you switched from a picture of you looking directly at the camera to looking at your coffee cup, but you're wearing the exact same clothes or the exact same, like everything looks the exact same except for your pose is just slightly different. I'm encouraging you to change everything up completely. If you look at the design of my original podcast, The Rookie Life, compared to my logo for the Profit Podcast, it is very different. The only thing that is the same, and I will, you know, my husband, he hates this color. I don't care because I love it. It is my favorite. I wear it in a lot of my branding pictures. It's because I love this color. I think that it looks great on me. And I don't even know. It's not teal. It's not blue. It's not green. I don't know exactly what it is. I can tell you the hex code (laughs) that it is online because I do know that because I put it in all of my branding. But like, that's the only thing that is similar. In my original picture, I'm wearing glasses. Y'all, I really don't wear glasses except for when I'm watching TV because I can't see the screen. Other than that, or when I'm driving at night, that is another time I wore glasses. But other than that, like, I don't, I don't wear my glasses. So I was like, what? Was I trying to seem smart <laughs> in that picture? That's actually an old picture from whenever I published my book, it was like the, the author photo. And I felt like I needed to wear my glasses because it makes me more intellectual looking. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's not how I feel anymore. So I changed it. I wanted brand new cover art. So just keep that in mind. Just to, if you're going to change things up, just kind of go big or go home, you know, change everything up if you're going to. But I do think that you can still keep your fonts and your colors that you've previously used. Just use a different picture. Okay, so number four of the five things you need to know is don't throw away the content that you've already created. So I, whenever I decided I was going to rebrand, I still had about six weeks worth of interviews. And that made me a little nervous because I had made this decision. I knew it was going to happen. And I felt like, and I mean, it was already recorded. It's not like these were six interviews that I was going, like I could just cancel or like email them and say, oh, I've decided to go a different way. Like these were already done because I was very you know, I thought I was doing really well. I was planning ahead. I had already planned almost an entire summer's worth of content and then I decided to (laughs) rebrand. So I don't want you to throw away any content that has already been created. Instead, I want you to figure out how can you repurpose that content. And what I did and what I think you could do too is you can always do bonus episodes. So if you release a podcast on a weekly basis, you put out one podcast every Wednesday, let's say, and you decide you want to rebrand and you've already done interviews or, you know, you've already recorded episodes. Of course, if it's your own content and it doesn't involve anybody else, like you're not doing an interview, of course, you can just chunk those. You don't have to use them if you don't want to use them. 
But I feel, and this is like the ethical bone in my body, is if you have sat down and someone has invested their time and they've spent that with you, they've given you their best interview, their best content, then I think, like, I truly believe you have an obligation to share that content. And so that is why when the Profit Podcast first launched and um, for several weeks, you I had bonus episodes and that's what I called them was bonus episodes. It was like a spotlight on entrepreneurs because I didn't want to throw away that content. I felt like the women that I had spoke with gave me great advice. There was amazing content that I knew would still be relevant to my audience. And so I still wanted to share it. I wanted to honor those guests who took that time to sit down and interview with me and share their wisdom and share their value with my audience. So just know that you can always do bonus episodes for that kind of content. Okay, and then the fifth thing that I want to share with you about rebranding a podcast is make sure that your audience, your guest, and anyone else that you're working with going forward, make sure that they know exactly who you're trying to talk to now. Like who will the new podcast be for? So in other words, just make sure your message is really, really clear on who you're trying to serve. And I love Donald Miller's quote. I've shared it before. I'm going to share it again. But he says, if you confuse, you lose. So you want to make sure that people know who your podcast is for, what message you're trying to get out into the world so no one is left confused. Because let me tell you, as a consumer of a lot of podcasts, confused people go and listen to someone else's show. So if you want to have a successful rebrand of your podcast, you have to make sure that people know exactly who you're trying to talk to, what your message is about, and then they're going to decide whether they want to hang out with you still, like they want to keep coming back and listening to your podcast, or they want to go find value from someone else. And you know what? That happens. Like, just be prepared for that. If you are going through a rebrand that you may lose some listeners, but you know what? You may gain a ton more. So don't look at it as the negative. Like, just just be true to yourself. If you know in your gut that the podcast you created isn't something you're going to love long term, then I say part ways with it. Like, the sooner the better. Like, have that clean break, do a rebrand, try new things out. Because again, you can always change things later. If you decide to try something new and it doesn't work out, you can always change your mind and you can go back or you could go to something totally different. So with that being said, a question that I see often is, okay, I created this podcast. I don't know if I need to do a rebrand or if I should just start a brand new podcast entirely. So I'm going to tell you the thought process that I went through when I had the rookie life and I knew I was going to change to specifically talking about podcasting. So I decided instead of creating a brand new podcast and starting from scratch that I just wanted to rebrand. And it was a matter of I didn't want to lose my downloads that I had already accumulated over, let me see, almost a year It was almost a year's worth of podcasting. 
I didn't want to lose all those downloads, all the listener base I had already developed because I felt like the community that was, you know, kind of the people I was in community with were there really to listen to me and kind of just go along the journey with me. I don't even think a lot of you, I mean, I know there's many of you that have been here since the beginning and I'm so appreciative. I'm so grateful that you're still hanging out with me. Even I know y'all, some of y'all don't even have a podcast. Some of y'all don't even care about podcasting, but you like the fact that I'm authentic and I show up every week consistently and I tell you like it is. Like I just, you know, I don't really have any other way of being. I've had several people like, oh, you're so authentic. I'm like, well, I don't, I, I can't be fake. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't. It's not in my bones. It's not in my genes to be that way. So I appreciate you, those listeners that have been here forever. Like, I, I just appreciate you more than you know. But that is why I decided to rebrand instead of creating a brand new podcast. Now, here is when you should consider creating a brand new one. If you're going to talk about something completely different to a totally different audience than you've been talking to. Now, an example of this would be if I had a podcast about podcasting, which is what this is, if I ever decided I wanted to start talking about hip-hop dancing. I don't know why that popped into my head, but sure, let's go with it. If I wanted to talk about hip-hop dancing and the history of everything that's happened in hip-hop dance history, and I wanted to go into events around hip-hop and like technical moves and choreography and interviewing people like that doesn't align with podcasting like there would be so many people that would drop off so I would have two options and that would either be to start a brand new podcast and run two separate podcasts simultaneously or drop one of the podcasts and just have a brand new one that's just they're totally separate so that's when I think that you should start a brand new podcast. If you're going to talk about something totally different to an audience that would be completely different than who you're talking to right now, then yes, you should start a new podcast. And if you want to rebrand, do that as well. Like it's not written, it's not set in stone from the very beginning that if you start this podcast, you can never change anything. Because oh my gosh, y'all, we would know. (laughs) It would not be... No, the podcast today would not be what it is today if someone had told, like, pigeonholed me and said, okay, you can never change anything because I've changed a lot of things and I'm probably going to continue to change a lot of things. But that is all I have for you today. So I'm going to give you a quick recap of all the things that we talked about. That way, you know that you can go back and listen to any of this or go check out the show notes to grab the things that I'm going to tell you about. So the first thing is go grab the 10 things I wish I would have known before I launched because I think that that can help you, especially if you're in the creation stage or you're about to be in the launch stage of your podcast. Please don't make those same mistakes that I did. And then just real fast, the five things you need to know in order to successfully rebrand is number one, don't go back and change everything. Number two, you need a relaunch date. Number three, Create some new cover art. Just make it make it look better than it was before. Number four, don't throw away any content that you've created with someone else. Figure out how to repurpose it. And number five, make sure 
everyone knows going forward exactly who you're talking to. There's no confusion. And then, of course, we just talked about when you should start a new podcast entirely. So I hope you enjoyed this episode that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love for you to subscribe and hear what other fun things we're going to be talking about because, oh my gosh, y'all, I've just got some amazing interviews coming up that I can't wait to share with you. Um, I actually, later this week, we're going to have... Jessica Kupferman from She Podcast. She's going to share all about their live event coming up in October. And then I have another guest that's going to share all about Facebook groups for your podcast. And oh man, like this, I'm just, I'm so excited about the things that we have coming up. But be sure to sign up for the free five day Create Your Podcast boot camp and check out the other resources we have over in the resource library. And of course, everything will be at the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 78. But that does it for today. So remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 